0: It's just popped up into my brain. I once met an extra on a film set and he mentioned how in movies when people are drinking coffee there's no liquid in the cup. You can always tell that it's empty. There's nothing in there. And well, ever since you pointed that out, whenever I see a movie or a TV show and someone's drinking a cup of coffee, either out of like one of those Seven Eleven kind of cups, you know, plastic cups or a, a mug, I always check and sure enough, they seem to be mostly pretend, actually always pretending. So, see what you discovered.
1: This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light. I
0: just had this idea for a movie about a guy who hates going to jury duty. Maybe he went to his first jury duty and it was just terrible. Scarred him. Terrible by his standards, you know, maybe not so terrible by someone else's standards, but there he was in jury duty and he didn't like it one bit. So as time goes on, he ends up keep getting called in for jury duty and he keeps doing whatever he can to not go into jury duty. So at those times where the judge asks you judge asks you Do you work from home? That's an opportunity to get out of doing jury duty. You say that you work from home. Come up with something. Don't, don't, you know what, don't listen to me. 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 Don't listen to to a word I'm saying. I have no idea what I'm talking about. These episodes, these, these, I'm just a, philo- I'm just philosophizing. I'm jamming on the what if, jamming on the what if. So I'm imagining a movie where a series of events happen where he just gets out of doing jury duty. So maybe the. Okay, so the movie is 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 a few of those versions. So we see him at least like at three different courtrooms, maybe montages, and pa 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 pa, intercut with other other courtrooms, and him just coming up with excuses and finding good ways to get out of it. I was just thinking of such a funny like. I mean... Oh, my gosh. You just... It's just start... I was just thinking, like, okay, looking over at the stenographer, the person who's writing it down, the court court uh, typist. And you just look at them and they go, she is typing. She is typing me, talking right now. She is typing... She is typing me talking, me talking, me talking. She's typing. She's typing me talking about her typing, about me talking, about her typing. (laughs) She's typing. She's typing. She's typing about me talking, about her typing, about me talking. (laughs) She. She's typing, she's typing, she's typing, she's typing about me talking, about her typing, her typing, her typing, (laughs) about me talking, about her typing, her typing, about me talking (laughs) about her typing, me talking about her talking. (laughs) Oh man typing and talking she is typing and I am talking and she is typing me talking about her typing and me talking and me <laughs> it becomes sort of like this doctor Seuss, the uh, you know typing and talking and talking and typing she is typing about me talking about her typing about me talking about her typing she's typing it typing it typing it. She's typing about me. Talking about her. Typing it. Typing it. Typing it. (laughs) She's typing it out. She's typing it out. About what I am talking about. (laughs) She's typing. I'm talking. I'm talking. She's typing. (laughs) She is typing while I am talking about her. Typing about me. Talking. Oh my gosh. It just keeps going. The hits just keep out coming. The hits just keep out coming. So, just all these crazy things that he does in jury duty to uh, get out of it. (laughs) And he, oh, this could be a movie within a movie. So the guy within the movie, the guy within the movie, starts making a movie about what he thinks is the best way to do jury and to save lots of money from the youth, save from everyone from having to go to college to become a lawyer. Um, This is a method I invented, and I think I talked about it before. And this is my theory. I'm wondering now if I should give you the theory. I realize that I don't have to give. You know, who am I giving this to? Is it me? Who's the audience? Me. Me? Is that who I'm talking to this whole time? Ultimately. 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 We, what is that? We're born alone. We die alone. Hmm. Hmm. Let's talk with someone about the idea of uh, so the the cloud. The cloud. I think we were talking about this in an episode. The cloud. Is up there with all our data. All our data. And that's the new thought cloud. You know, the thought cloud. It's like this, you're becoming the thought cloud. This here, this format is becoming thought cloud. Hmm. So we were talking about how when you die they just inject that thought cloud right back in your brain so you gotta take that with you when you travel off into the next dimension <laughs> it's like you're injected with it let's put it on that let's put it on that that uh, SD that SD card someone will have that implanted into them that's my prediction. We figured out how to wire up electronics. We figured out how to wire up electronics to the human body and basically make cyborgs. We figured that out. So we will figure out a way to conduit our brain, our memory. I mean, let's say, for instance, you got an SD card. You're able to plug it in your arm. <sniffs> Collect the data, all that all those ideas that you had. You've been brainstorming about. There. That was saved. Incredible. I was reading articles before how they were figuring out how to inject figured out how to inject the binary code of E equals MC squared. They figured out how to inject this binary code into one cell on the human. But that's miraculous. That's miraculous. Imagine if you build a video game. Utilizing each of those cells. There's a program. You put a program in there. So does that program affect, oh, that's interesting, that's interesting, that's interesting, that's interesting, because it's all vibrations, it's all intentions. So if you, if you inject zeros and ones in there, I mean, it had to have been born from somewhere, so to speak, those, those, those bits of information came from somewhere that were, bam, injected in there. Those zeros and ones, it's not like they were, as far as I know, I don't think they were actual, like, like, like. Pieces of plastic or something. Zero, you know, like lottery balls, you know, but tiny, tiny, tiny. Zeros and ones. Could you imagine that? Jingling and jangling. The microscopic size, you know, even smaller than like fish eggs. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Enough to somehow cram. You know, so you got... That's E equals MC squared. Spelled on zeros and ones. However that is, that's incredible. And they inject it somehow into the cell? What happens then? Whose body was this? What did it take to that? What, what happened? What happens if there's a virus? I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. What happens? What happens if there's a spell casted, a very magical spell that enables them to levitate? And that's injected into the cell. The spell in the cell. The spell in the cell. Because the cell is like a container. It's like a mason jar. It's a container. You put the mason in the jar and you close it all up. You put the mason in the jar. You say, hey, I just woke up. You put the mason in the jar. Did you shake it all up? So check out... No, 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 I'm not going to tell you to do that. I'm not going to tell you to do that. Check out instead. Check out instead. DominoIFF.com. Check it out. See what it's all about. Oh, by the way, we have another sailed-out show, Saturday, coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up, coming Crew, and will I be recording behind the scenes, you bet your bottom dollar, you bet, bet, be bet, bet your bottom dollar, you bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be crazy. I would be crazy to not record. This is all documentation, all documentation. So yeah, so I'm thinking in that movie the guy he ends up he ends up uh making a movie about what he thinks would be the most sort of utopian way of doing a jury. And this is it. Okay, this is it. This is is my idea. Here we go. Here we go. Have you ever seen the movie CQ? Have you seen that? It's good. It's a movie within a movie. Roman Coppola directed it. Oh, whoops. That was best of Mozart. I really wanted to play that Mozart pick. Give me my Mozart, 432 HZ, give me my Mozart, 432 HZ, give me my Mozart, 432 HZ, oh, can't you see? There he is. There he is. There he is, yeah, 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 yeah. Beethoven, yeah. Beethoven. Whoops. What are we doing here? What are we doing here in this uh, very strange place? Okay? Okay, everybody? Okay? Hold your brains together, people. So. CQ is sometimes black and white. And it's sometimes something else, and sometimes it's even something else. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Hmm. Wow. Or that a flash of insight? Okay, what if the Pagani movie was a part documentary about me trying to figure out how to make it? And uh, maybe I'm describing it, even. And you hear it through the podcast. So then when people see the movie and then they hear the narration, they'll be able to actually see like, oh, it grew from this. episode if you go to instagram.com slash inspirato projecto you can see my new my new uh, promo for the yachtly crew show happening on the 27th which is only a couple days away with Grace band and yachtly crew is tomorrow oh 25th okay tomorrow's the 25th 26th is Coach House San Juan Campus Toronto and then 27th is Starlight Bowl so we're really making a big push for that because it's an opportunity for all ages to go out there all ages you can even bring in food and drinks you can bring out a blanket. I think the lawn seats are fifteen bucks, and other seats elsewhere are different prices. You can bring it. You know, I mean, how cool is that? You go out there, you hang out by the, hang out there in the uh, the lawn. The lawn could be just as fun as sitting out, in, you know, in the, in the pit in the middle of everything let go see Lilith Fair one year at, uh, oh gosh, what do they call it, United Center, I think they called it back then, in Chicago, named Chris Zuliger, Andy Smith, and possibly one of the first, we all had crushes on Jewel, boy that was wow, phenomenal, that was phenomenal to see up there with big, beautiful face, singing. We will say you're so, so good. But we had fun up there, hanging out, hanging out, in, in and along. So, that's what I'd like to believe for the Starlight Bowl show. A lot of families will go out there. It's a rarity, it's a rarity for us to play venues, actually, that are in the Hollywood area, besides, you know, the Viper Room, of course, which is right there on Sunset Strip, so what's great is, okay, it's rare for us to play all ages show, it's rare for us to play in the sort of daytime, it's going to be at 8, so that's cool, it's not late at night, early enough for a family, and I could just have a real good time, but you can just have a real good time. So I think I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. The promo I made—it's uh, one minute long. It's long enough to fit on. I, I got it on YouTube. It's up on Instagram. And I had so much fun putting it together. It's up there now. If you want to check it out. In the story, and it's also just on my page. So, I'm contemplating not putting any more updates. Oh, it's gonna be tough because I'm gonna want to be updating on the 26th, aren't I? There are no rules, no rules, no rules because I, I, I have some other stuff I want to put up there too. I've been editing with the Video Leap program, which by the way, the Wizard of LA told me all about. He's the one. He's the one. If the Wizard of LA didn't tell me about Video Leap, I wouldn't be able to... I mean, it's what's, what's so great is that you can just edit this stuff right, right in your phone. I think it allows you to add a, a couple effects but then you try to go after you know above and beyond that, and it tries to tries to add uh, tries to make you buy the program, the update. I don't know if it's a monthly thing. Maybe I ought to check into it. What's cool is I love the fact that it lets you do narration now. Um, narration lets you do some sort of. Um, little bits of little bits of uh, chroma key Um, what
1: else
0: you know, all kinds of stuff you just don't know you just don't know what it's going to allow you to do and what it won't because there, there are some limitations. There are a lot of interesting things there. It lets you do glitch, like glitch things. It lets you put t- titles. Uh, it's got sound effects. It's got some nifty filters, too. So you can mess with the colors. I always love messing with the saturation. The more I can bring out colors and stuff, the more I, I love it. I love seeing it sometimes, sometimes get messy. Sometimes I like... I like to um, pull in the saturations. Pull in the saturations just up to the edge until it starts like I like to see I like to see some kinds some kinds of variations in the like for instance if there's a green tree, there's green grass, I like to I like to see the different layers of the colors. It's cool to you so you see that It gets darker, then it goes lighter, and that kind of stuff is really cool. So I usually put it right up until the edge, until until the various colors are indistinguishable. Sometimes I just really put it over the edge and just have all the colors blend. It's a lot of fun. I think it's one of my favorite things about Instagram, is having... The options to play with the shadows, the options to play with the filters, to play with the the structure. Um, And that's with colors, too. I love being able to, because it'll have the shadows and it'll have the the highlights. And so you can have a, um, a shadow. Sometimes what I like to do is have a shadow that's sort of like a dark purple. And then for the highlights, I'll do like a light blue or a light green. So then, that that shines through too. It's very interesting, very interesting situation to to uh, to play with. It's fun. It's very fun. So yeah, video leap. It's been helping out a lot. So I edited a lot of um, the new promo through. The, the, I'll just say the skeleton. Yeah, I did the base. I did the base. Uh, skeleton, so to speak. Like the, the the blueprint, if you will. And I dressed that up. So I had that. Um, I think I emailed it to myself or something. And then I took that in Adobe Premiere and messed with the even more. Sometimes you have no idea what direction it's going to go in. You just have no idea. Wow. Wow. It's astounding to see how this stuff is evolving. Various people we're meeting. Various uh, forces that we are combining and joining. I witnessed extraordinary teamwork today. Extraordinary collaboration today. At Mark's place with Mike. And seeing just how quickly those guys could get their brains together, how quick they could, they could put their minds together and come up with ideas. So, my kid recently got a new, uh, he got a new, well, used computer, but a high-powered computer. I think he found it in a swap meet or something. Then... Mark, at Mark's place, he's got a computer store, he's got all these old computers lying around, all over the place, all kinds, all over the place, I mean everywhere you look you see computers, he's got so many laptops, a lot of laptops that don't work. A lot of laptops that don't work. Oh, this person on a scooter is going as fast as the uh, bus. That's cool. So many, many, many of the laptops, and they just do not work. He's got some that do. But that's part of the. You know, that's part of the thing is that people come in and they go, "Oh my gosh, I need to fix this thing." Do you have this piece? And then he goes shuffling around, looking around his stuff, and he ends up finding piece of whatever it is that that person happens to be looking for, and then there you go, you got you got a great team up there. Well, he and Mark, he and uh, Michael were doing that, and it was just fascinating because because Mike used to know, you know a lot about computers too. He still does. He used to build computers, so the two of them together, um, figuring stuff out and putting stuff together just, you know, kind of just coming up with ideas, by doing that, they ended up figuring out how to put together, how to, how to build this ultimate computer that's going to be able to handle all of this, you know, the editing power, the uh, everything that you need. For large files, so we're gonna have tons of files, tons of files for this thing to work with. Astounding, it just blows my mind. All right, well, I think that's all for now. I'm gonna get back to my my bus trip here. We'll check back in later.
1: love love the orson wells intro thank you so much that blew my mind away i think i'm gonna to have to go back and program some artificial intelligence
0: when we wonder about something when we are curious about something when we have a question about something we put it out there and later on the revelation comes to us or the epiphany comes to us uh, uh, Who is providing us with that answer? Is it us? Would you say it's you? You are the one who's providing the answer, or is it a higher source? And if it's a higher source that's providing with the answer, do you value the input that you receive from the universe as much as you value the input that your friends and/or family receive from the universe? Since it's coming from the same place, Would it be wise to look at their ideas just as wise as the ones that you receive? down the street carrying a little cart it's got a little cart and on the cart is a speaker and connected to the speaker is a microphone and so the guy he's got a hat on I don't know if he's homeless or a street, a street performer but he's walking along dragging the cart and then the yeah, you can hear them. I mean, that's that's a, just a great form of street performance art. If you ever ask me, if you ask me, it's secure. You know, this vehicle feels yeah. like like sturdy and strong. Uh, is this new? 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's still got yeah. that new car smell. It's got yeah. that feeling of like just freshness about it. Yeah. It's a good car. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you like to do uh, outside of Uber? What other interests do you have?
1: I retired about two months ago. Oh, congratulations. So, <laughs> the world's your so, oyster. So now I'm doing this maybe, I don't, know. I, don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Wife. I don't have any
0: children. Well, it's great. It's a great way to meet all kinds of different yeah, people. It's a great so, way to get out there yeah, in the world. It's a great so. way to stay social.
1: So I do this sometimes four or five hours a day, you know, and I
0: get to go home. That's cool. So, what What else do you like to do? Do you like to write or draw or paint? or? I mean, heck, you could do anything at this point. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the heck you want. I,
1: I like to listen to music. That's my thing. You know, oh, it's
0: great. I. See. Unfortunately, I do not know how to play any instruments, but I enjoy music um, Let's see if I got any hiding in here. Oh yeah, here's one. And I actually have a card in there somewhere. Anyway, this is a band that I'm in called Yachtly Crew. We're playing tonight at uh, a place called The Coach House in San Juan Capistrano.
1: Oh, okay. And, uh... i heard of that
0: place, yeah. We... is our first time ever playing out there. We're so excited. And, um... Let's see. I know I got some cards in here. I want to show you what... So what type of music? Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is a... This, this is us. This is... That's what we look like. So we, those are our superhero costumes. So we dress up. Oh, and if you, and if you like to drink cold beverages, I'll give you that too. That's a little. <laughs> that's what we call it, a cruisy. <laughs> Normally a koozie, we call it a cruisy. Um, so we play like seventies uh, and eighties music, like Michael McDonald and Toto, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. Lionel Richie, okay. Christopher Cross, all those great soft rock classics I from see. the seventies and eighties. I see, I see. Okay. And uh, so it's great. We got a saxophone in there, conga players. It's um, so, how many people in the band? Seven. Ooh. Seven. Sometimes it feels wow. like there's a lot more. It's crazy because I'm like, okay, are we all here? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's so much fun. We were having so much fun with it. So, we're playing at the coach house tonight. And then tomorrow, we're playing for the very first time ever the uh, Starlight Bowl in Burbank, which I've never been to before. But it's a big, I have no idea what it's sort of like the Hollywood Bowl. But it's. Um, a smaller oh, version of that.
1: Oh, this is the place sometimes they have fireworks, I believe. Oh, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. On 4th of July, yeah.
0: And they got, you know, big yeah. uh, concerts playing there and yeah, stuff. And it's yeah. a wide open area. People could bring their food yeah, and drinks yeah. into the place all ages. That's
1: beautiful.
0: Man, I love the all ages shows because we yeah. get to see the kids out there. And, you know, these kids are hearing these songs for the, some of these songs for the very, very first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can only imagine how crazy that must be when they're attaching their brains that we're the ones who are the originators of this music.
1: So how long have you, know, you been with this band?
0: Uh, two years. Wow. So we've been together since 2017. And uh, we've been getting some some great momentum. And mm. uh, the first Friday of every month over... Do you know where... You know, Sunset Boulevard, uh, the Viper Room over there? Yeah. So we play there the first Friday of every month. So we've been growing a, a really good audience there. Yeah. People came out from... Arizona, I couldn't believe it. These uh, b- a bachelorette party. They're like eight eight women who came out from Arizona to, to be there to to see our band play. I couldn't that's believe it. Great. People flew fly out from Denver, and that's I'm just so good. blown away. That's great.
1: Oh,
0: I can't believe it. Just from watching our YouTube videos on t- on uh, on YouTube, and they go, "Wow, let's go see what that's about." And they and they come right out. And man, I love hearing their stories. I love hearing how hearing how they came across us. Um, how they're introduced to us by someone and it's always funny it's like you know I'll ask him hey you know I like you know it's cool you're wearing a hat because a lot of times people wear the captain the mm-hmm. captain hats yeah so you look out there in the audience you see sometimes you'll see people just dressed just like us and <laughs> and uh, I'll be like oh wow we're, you know that's so great you all dressed up and you're like well i you know this this is my first show. She, you know, this person over here is the one who introduced me and then I, you know, I kind of go down the the line to find out, okay, you you brought this person. This person brought this uh-huh. person. This person. <laughs> and then you brought three people. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's it's so it's so neat.
1: But do you do your own stuff also? I mean, do you write free? Record your own?
0: Uh well, you know what? We do have a couple of songs that we uh, have been playing around with we still need to add some extra parts oh. to them but we are you know it's so funny you're the you're the first uh, uber driver to ask me this because um, we we are going to transition into that type of thing I feel it I feel it in the vibe that we're gonna slowly joop, joop, put in a little couple songs maybe not even say anything about it just stick it in there yeah. as if they were a part of you know as if they were from the 80s or something yeah and then just get people you know because there's gonna be some people in the audience who go wait this might sound familiar to me, but I don't know if I, who did this one, you yeah. know? And so then people start singing along, and before they realize it, you know, all of a sudden they're like, wait, that was an original. So we're going to kind of slip slip them in there like that. And so we got a couple that we're, we're working on, and um, that we're planned. planning on, yeah. on playing, you know, playing around with and showcasing out there to the world. And, uh, yeah, having your own, your own material. Yeah, well, heck, you know, you were saying that, uh, you know, you like music, you might as well pick up a guitar or even a ukulele ukulele is only what four strings or something <laughs> the ukulele and you'd have a blast you know uh-huh. just by plucking those those first strings and getting a chord out of it and going ooh that sounds nice you know yeah. and, then, and, and you'd be so surprised by the kinds of songs that you could create just easily and simply I mean it could be one little note that goes do do, uh-huh. dit, dit. do 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 dit dit do 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 there now you got a song you know uh-huh. and now you just sing on top of that and it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Once you start getting into the flow of it, and it's it's a relationship. You grow a relationship with the instrument. And mm-hmm. you it, it's like a friend, friendship. And you're like, okay, cool, you know, help, help me out here. Because the more that you're going to want to learn about the instrument, the more it'll want to teach you. And um, you'll, you'll just accidentally come across really cool chords that fit uh-huh. together just yeah. on your own. So, heck, especially now that you're retired, you know, you might as well go out to the beach, grab a ukulele, <laughs> yeah. play while the w- la- waves lap in. And uh, you know, make make some make some songs because that's what got me into started playing music was I, st- I was listening to so much I was listening to music and I go, I love music so much, I actually want to participate in it. I'm tired <laughs> of just being an observer. And then once you start participating in it, wow, magic things start happening. Oh yeah, right here Yay. by this gate. This is perfect. Thank you so Thank much you for the ride. Man. And and if you can think about coming out to the Starlight Bowl tomorrow. It's a big it's a big open space and uh it's going to be a big open space a lot of fun a lot of a lot of families you can bring your own food and drinks it's it's a it's a very cool spot Great. thank you so much you Best take care luck, my friend hey thanks thanks Bye. a lot you take care
1: six years it went down in increments of three hundred till my last when they paid me for the last shot they used which was a counting crow shot it was for a hundred and fifty dollars.
0: And it used to be what?
1: Fifteen hundred.
0: Fifteen hundred.
1: Over the course of maybe four or five years. And
0: how big would that be on the on the on the page of Rolling Stone?
1: <laughs> About a quarter of it.
0: Holy cow. Yeah. And so through the years they just kept less making it less, less and less and
1: less and less. And less. There were so many other magazines, Circus Magazine, Cream Magazine, Rip Magazine. You can go on and on, guitar player, can you, you know? There used to be an abundance of music publications. You know, just in America, you go overseas. I got I got great shots of like Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, and Whoa. the Japanese and buy that shit up.
0: How many bands do you think that you shot over the I course of those about years? I shot
1: 100. Solid, you know. to oh, a small, small, and did you did you ever run into yeah, Hunter S.
0: Thompson when he was out there uh, no. writing for Rolling Stone?
1: No. So I run into mostly other photographers. You know, Ross Halfen
0: and uh, Oh, so other photographers that perhaps you had seen the work of previously?
1: The guys that I used to look at their stuff and say, Wow, how did they get that big? You know? Wow. And I just I it Ever heard of a guy named Eddie Trunk? Yeah. Eddie Trunk. Yeah. Well, Eddie's had a radio show on Sirius for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also had a show on VH1 for yeah. like over 10 years called That Metal Show. Yeah. Mm. Well, Eddie, it. Eddie is responsible for me. All the all the doors that open were, were because of him. I've known him since we were... he was on access. Yeah, he's, he's got a show. He's a trunk something or other. Yeah, Eddie Trunk. He was vice president of Megaforce Records when he was about 24, 25. Megaforce Records, everybody told him that they were crazy to sign this band from San Francisco. These guys came to from LA, and everybody said, you're fucking nuts. I saw him playing a beer and shop place in South Jersey, it was Metallica. And, and the first couple of Metallica records are on Megaforce Records. And uh, so that opened up, of course, of course <laughs> yeah. the world, but, in and in, think about it, in an era where there was, everything was dominated by radio and video. Yeah. That's where the product was sold, radio and video, to get people to the stores to buy the CD. That's the, the model. And uh, so they didn't have any radio, Metallica, nobody's playing Metallica, <laughs> no video. And they started selling out arenas and became, you know, so it's a real, I think it's a great fucking story.
0: It's cool when you hear yeah. stories like that, because it lets you know that there is no special conventional route to go, that there's always
1: a way to kind of carve your own formula. And they had come to L.A. first, and L.A., in their own words, didn't treat them well at all. They didn't get it, They didn't treat them well, so they went east and wound up in New Jersey, the Megaforce that guy from was Megaforce, was founded Megaforce, was That's a why. DJ. No, I'm sorry, he was a sound man at a rock club in Brooklyn called Lamour, and Lamour was similar to this in a way that I don't sound a Lamour, acts I don't came know. through. You know Lamour? Yep. It was, it, you know, it was in Brooklyn, 63rd Street, and uh, a lot of great bands came through Lamour. But he, he, he was a sound man. He decided oh, he's going to start a record label. Why not? He Got friendly with all the bands that came from Anthrax. Oh, cool. Was on there. Oh, uh, cool! Yeah, it's Metallica. Like Apparently they're going on. Of. Of. i was just
0: rewatching the Anthrax video. Yeah. Do, 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 do not. Do, 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 <laughs> not. Oh man, that was a oh festival. I was just rewatching the the old Anthraxes. So he God. he took a chance with those guys and signed them. So Metallica, Anthrax. Who else did he my have? My friend that?
1: Eddie Trunk became. He made Eddie the vice president of the label, and Eddie was, I guess around 23, 24, you know, so he had a radio show the whole time on a rock station in New Jersey, WDHA, but he's got a big listening, listenership, so a lot of people listen to him on Sirius, and you know, he's, he's a fan himself. Wow. Yeah. He so he would get you into those
0: shows because he had him on his, on his well, record label, right? And then he got, got you to take what photos. What happened was,
1: I was an ad rep for a music newspaper, okay? So I, my job was, I had accounts like clubs who would tell me who was playing there every week. And they and would be in the paper the following week. I would do their ads for them.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And one day, the managing editor came in and asked me if I had a camera. That the, someone got sick whatever could I go to this gig and just try to get a good shot because they were so you were kind of substituting show. for the yeah. other guy and I went to the show and Eddie Trunk was there and he said hey man I didn't know you you did photography and I said I don't <laughs> <laughs> and he said Hello. I don't he said hey whoever gave you this assignment though it's totally, totally you know is he a friend? Oh, I was I was that was. That Two oh. months later, I was shooting an <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Oh, oh my not, god. Not longer after that, like
0: Van Haley. What the heck? You might have just been sitting there going, What the heck did I step into? Look at this. Look at what I'm in the middle no, of. I
1: don't get stars. You're like struck. in the
0: eye of the tornado.
1: I don't get stars, sir not who I am, and I've been around like one of my favorites, but I don't get, I know there's just like me, the only person who ever made me so read, be like, holy shit, was Eddie Van Halen, Wow. for me, just, you know, and, and the, I have some pictures of me with him, of course, and you know, my smile is like, <laughs> oh, how cool, how are you doing?
0: How fortunate. You know, what a great story. You know, there's no,
1: you know,
0: it's so funny. We always hear from the institutions, we always hear from the people who seem to know better, telling us a specific formula to go, a specific way to go. But there are so many alternate routes that you never even realize is a route that you're taking. You just said yes to a gig, taking a ph- 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 photography gig. You're just like, okay, I'm not a photographer, but like, what the hell? Let's do it.
1: The show, the show was Big Head, Todd, and the Monster.
0: Awesome. And, awesome.
1: Um, but the headliner were the Almond Brothers. Blues cool. Traveler was on that, it was called the Horde Festival. Uh, the Horde oh. Festival, yeah. yeah. My job was to just get a decent <laughs> picture of Todd Moore. Oh my God, you know, I love it.
0: I love it, they're like, just, just please, just get a decent photo Eight, of the guy.
1: Well, come to learn though, when I started out, I thought I was doing horrible, because most of my pictures sucked. And But when I showed them to other people, they were like, no, you don't understand. It's not, you don't get a lot of good ones. You're Ooh, lucky if bad, in right? many roles back then in film, you get three, one good one, and, and that's really actually the norm. It used to be the norm. Now with digital.
0: And plus with that 24 frames, it's so it's such a precious thing. You're like, oh gosh, I got 24 frames here. Sh- yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's better Reloading be good. Reloading <laughs>
1: was an art. <laughs> well, getting that oh, film out, plus. getting a new one and in, I'm, in I'm, and shooting. A lot of times Orange. you're only given the it first like three that. songs. Yeah, you're not. Really? So you're only giving the first 3 no flash. Hold on, I got to
0: put one up now. <laughs> so really had to be like a sniper on that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you I had to, you did not to have learn the, learn the luxury of really no, I spending much time. Spots. But I don't want it because I
1: want this. But over time, it's I was lucky nice. enough that again, friends would run say, run "Hey, you can stay through the bullshit. But, but we'll wow, we'll man. All that's gone. So I think We'll write a book
0: <laughs> you really ought to write a book about all this stuff, all your experiences, the crazy conversations and stories you must have throughout the
1: years. People would love to read that stuff, you know. on the road with I, you can make an, an entire
0: photo essay book. How cool would that be? <laughs> a you know, photo you know, those guys, have been a little bit of a. But I've you know what? It. But it's your own perspective. That's the cool thing. The stories that you have, no one else has. That's what's so cool. You were put a photo up there. You know, Aerosmith, and bam, a little, maybe a little,
1: hmm? a little
0: paragraph about some funny thing that happened backstage. You know, while you're... I used to
1: have a website because my name was back, I was known as Backstage Photo. That was my motto for years and unfortunately in my divorce <laughs> my ex-wife <laughs> I allowed my ex-wife to uh, get her hands on that and, and, and. so I have to rebuild. it won't, it not shouldn't be too long but I have to get off my ass to rebuild a good site I don't I can't I, I would have to buy my name 80s really backstage gallery. the name I had for years I don't remember. Really Africa, yeah. I think that's a
0: big <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like backstage and photog you, you just add a G onto it? I love
1: so then it gets it caught up
0: in the search engines.
1: I could and, the you know, backstage yeah, photo Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. that could work. Of, like, I, so your ex-wife
0: was, somehow but she wasn't taking any of the photos yeah, yeah. or anything, right? So, what she so how did
1: it was the um, the bill that paid for the service oh, yeah. to host the whatnot? Was under one of the credit cards. Yeah, that song that. was at the end of
0: the night, I did go A-B. So, hey, it know, was like yearly you know, type um, thing So really I didn't.
1: Fall? It wasn't yeah. in my mind. Yeah, right. And I wasn't getting notification not either. Serious, uh, oh. So, and all of so, a sudden one day, uh, my site, Backstage so Photo, which had 100 different major yeah. artists, different yeah. shots, I had a section right. of oh, the passes so because I kept a lot of the passes that fans gave me and I yeah, had all the, the bands in the passes, the artwork or something. They gave nuts on their artwork and passes. Uh, wow. And then a little thing about me, um, you know, uh, it was gone. You know what? Hey, uh, Chris. My site was gone. And gone. I, when I contacted people, uh, you know, it was registered. A, it Chrome, Like right? We sent notification, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I got Not no, about no air-based, air-based, notification. And so, that's you mean, when the I realized, you don't it need it for the, the, as they told me, I'm a billing address. Well, at
0: the very least, you know, <laughs> you, could, you could do sort of a poor man's version of a website. You could put up a Facebook page or something, you know, at the very least. Yeah, I'm saying, just I can, if I get off with lazy
1: ass, I can, uh, but I mean, heck, I've been too many doing stuff here. I got him out of the video. Oh, that's great.
0: That's does he, does he uh, take photos or play music or anything? Yeah, I'm slowly putting the guitar in these things. Oh, cool.
1: Actually, I have, actually, I have a picture of... Uh, but tomorrow we'll so oh my be able God! No way! Soundtrack. Yeah, I, got it. I go
0: down to You got Nikki six in there. That's awesome.
1: Somebody text me when the rest of the food comes. Sure. Thank you. What food? Yeah. I'm gonna go downstairs. I gotta
0: go talk to. What? Oh, oh. Huh? Yeah.
1: Uh I don't know. that that was my fucking nightmare 920 to 1120 something like 930 to eleven thirty. Hey, yeah. so the 5th and 8 tell
0: you've got 3 minute version I swear as long as it were 3 3 minutes and 3 seconds yeah but it generally takes us 2 minutes why does it feel like it's such so a long lap yeah. we could take a few laps around the, uh, the around, around the bar stage. like a like 3 <laughs> laps around the so bar
1: like, if we do not expect one to full it and give 2 walk the get we should walk slow in slow motion, motion. By and
0: by take 2 second, 3, three legs. i But, be like, it or but in, time in a room like this we got to walk same. out. <laughs> yeah. <down>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and munch on a lemon right now. I'm gonna munch on a lime. Yeah, I mean, I want to
1: videotape you if you do. It's like
0: it's so funny because it's like not like it's just a handful of grapes or something or carrots. I mean, this is serious fruit here. You really gotta be able to withstand that kind of sour. Should take it to Chazzy for that. We could do that. Oh my god, that would be great. Chaz, Eat this on stage during the show. I think it's great you got the flamingos man those those are awesome Wowzers <clears throat> Today's the 27th July 27th We're playing Starlight Bowl tonight for the first time. Grace Band is going to be there 12 piece Elvis tribute. If you get a chance. Uh, Check out Instagram, the uh, Inspirato Projecto Instagram. If you go to Instagram.com slash Inspirato Projecto and you go there, you can actually hear, you can see as well the promo I made for tonight's show with Grace Band and Yachtly Crew last night. Oh my gosh. We sold out. We sailed out the coach house first first time we've ever played there and i would say there were more people there who had not heard of us before than there were people who had been on to previous shows and it's it's just incredible it's just incredible from this point forward, if I see anyone at a show who looks familiar, I'm just going to go ahead and say hi to him. Because this is the interesting thing. If they have been to a show, it'll be great to see him again. Second thing is, if... If they haven't been to a show, now, now, if they haven't been to a show, now, they feel that they're recognizable, and what's great is now you've formed a rapport with these folks, and this just becomes fun. It just it keeps going like that. That's what happened last night. It was interesting. The coach house. I'd never been there before. The coach house holds about 500 people. And there are a lot of tables in there. A lot of those tables in there. So there isn't much dancing room. Really. However, having said that. I'm very. Impressed. With. With. The amount of people who were... Who, who did figure out a way to dance. Despite the... Um, what might have looked like an obstacle. They were they were able to... To dance in the aisles and stuff. And it was really cool to see that. Because... Um, I just didn't... I didn't know how that was going to work. They could probably clear out... I would say if they cleared out the... Fir, the... Yeah, that first group of tables. These are long tables.